Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to on this episode of Going In Raw. We're going to be talking about last night's Monday Night Raw fallout from Elimination Chamber. What did Sami Zayn have to say? What did Cody Rhodes have to say? What's going on in the world of WWE? Uh, A bunch of matches are panning out. We got a bunch of backstage details from a lot of what was going on on the road now. The final road, <clears throat> excuse me, to WrestleMania. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Obviously, 40 the days first away thing, from WrestleMania, Steve. Yesterday was 30, 40 39 days. now. Yeah, 39. yesterday was 40. Countdown uh, is on. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the big thing coming out of Elimination Chamber, uh, the internet wrestling community uh, wants their Sami Zayn in the main event of WrestleMania. I appreciate just off the bat, Larson, that they are moving on with their story. Yes, yes. And I didn't hear one, like nobody, the way the way they are approaching this and kind of divorcing the audience's expectation or if if anybody out there in the audience is interested in Sami Zayn in the main event of WrestleMania, they're not even addressing it. They're not even addressing it. They're moving on with their story. I think they're really confident with what they have coming up. What we saw last night with Sami and Kevin Owens, yeah. I liked, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm happy they just didn't have. <coughs> excuse me, sorry, tee down the wrong pipe. Um, Kevin Owens come out and have the reconciliation be easy and quick, because that wouldn't make any sense. There's a story right. to be told here, so tell the story. Take your time. 
hell no, they don't they don't have that embrace, the final reconciliation till WrestleMania when they win the titles. I don't know. It could be a sim- simply a thing where Sammy continues to make his appeals to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is like, fine, I'll do it, but I ain't doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. Yeah. I'm you know. Um but who knows where the story goes. You know, we thought there might be a situation we talked about yesterday where Sammy would be on the mic and, and more or less say, I couldn't get the job done. Cody maybe can. So best of luck, Cody, or something like that. Give Cody some some sort of endorsement. Didn't happen. They just kind of they seemingly separated that crossover, that little crossover we had with Cody and Sammy. Um where Cody just had his own segment with Heyman. Sammy seemingly concentrated on not necessarily beating Roman, but tear, taking down the bloodline and realizing after Elimination Chamber, I can't do this myself. I need help. I'm going to turn to the one person I feel like maybe, maybe I can turn to. Yeah. Someone who's been my best friend off and on for the past 20 years, Kevin Owens. Um, of course, not going to be an easy path to make that happen. Um, but uh, no, I, I think in terms of handling the Sammy stuff, they did a good job. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think you needed him to to, to endorse Cody. Um, I don't. Yeah, the way they're telling the story, you don't. I, 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 you know, and on top of that, come on, like I didn't. There, there, there didn't seem to be much revolt against Cody Rhodes last night, based on what happened. Sammy understood he lost against the Bloodline. You know, the Bloodline is strong. Like the they the way they approach getting Roman Reigns those wins. Roman Reigns will win. Because of Jimmy, you know, what happened with Jay obviously didn't pan out the way I think Roman had wanted it to. But Roman always finds a way. And Sammy was well aware of that. That's what we got last week in the promo with Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. He was well aware of that. However, him saying, hey, I'm moving on. His motivation is to basically make the bloodline crumble. And that doesn't necessarily mean he's got to win the titles. If he wins the titles, but the bloodline's still strong, mission failed, right? Yeah. His thing is bringing the bloodline down, and he thought he could solicit his best friend's help with that, and Kevin Owens says, no, I'm not going to do that. You can ask your buddy Jay, which I thought was a really good line. Yeah, But no, you're right, and what I like about this is that you got to accomplish several things. If Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, he's got to do it in a way that doesn't, that doesn't feel like he needed help from Sami Zayn. Um, because then it's going to look weak for him. All he needs is a level playing field because trying to get against the bloodline, trying to win one against the bloodline, as we've seen over the past couple of years, is impossible because the field is never level. Mm-hmm. And so if Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but mainly Sami Zayn, if Sami Zayn can accomplish that task, leveling the playing field for Cody Rhodes, you don't need Cody Rhodes soliciting help from Sami Zayn or even Sami Zayn, you know, teaming up in some way, shape or form with Cody Rhodes. Cody's his own guy. Mm -hmm. He's got to do this on his own. Mm -hmm. But if Sami's able to level that playing field for him, separate from Cody beating Roman fair and square, Cody comes out strong. Sami's accomplished his mission. And then hopefully Jay will get whatever piece he needs Mm -hmm. in the process. However, this story is going to play out with him as well. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, and, 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 Part of me still thinks that we're going to get, you know, the, the finish, the, the the match at Mania is going to be overbooked. It's going to be. Oh, a, it has to be. Attempted yeah, yeah, interference. Yeah. Everybody tr- kind of making their choice. You know, assuming the Usos lose their titles, you know, everybody's going to be faced with 
a moment where they got to decide, all right, am I going to pursue my career for me or am I going to do it so Roman can achieve whatever he wants to achieve? Everybody's got to have that choice simulate the end of, of, of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that there is an alliance of sort between Cody and Sammy and Kevin Owens going into the show that they're going to collude to make sure that the bloodline gets taken down. No, mm-hmm, yeah. that ain't going to happen. Cody's got his own thing he's doing. He's got his own story, his own story he needs to, to finish and Sammy and eventually Kevin they have their own goals and their own story that they need to finish. Not to say that we won't see Sammy and Kevin maybe make appearances at the end of WrestleMania. It's entirely possible. But it's not going to be like an orchestrated thing where Cody is going to be like, hey, I need you guys to have my back here. I'd be shocked if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, you you look at, at, at what Triple H is trying to accomplish with, you know, with a lot, but especially with the bloodline. And it would not shock me at all if he already knew how that finish was going to go down mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. It really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. The way they're telling this, and it's it's a matter of pacing during the, the actual episodes, where the placement during the actual episodes. You had Sammy open it up. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? I tried. I failed. There's a guy I got to talk to. And it's Kevin Owens. I want to say, look, I want to make amends. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, I, and thank you. And Kevin Owens says, I didn't do this for you. I did it for my family. I did it for me. I did it for your family. So they didn't have to witness what my family had to Mm -hmm. go through. Mm -hmm. I did it for everybody but you. Mm -hmm. And so that drama right there is now the intrigue. Mm -hmm. That's the story. You're right. I think the hug shouldn't come until until they've accomplished whatever goal they're setting out to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and, and, And so that story itself, that's out of the way, right? We know now that Sammy has a new objective in mind it's not the titles and then later on in the show you have cody and you set him up with this continual thing with the best promo maybe in the history of wrestling paul Heyman, Mm -hmm. full on with the neck brace he's not coming down to the ring he's Mm -hmm. up on the tron the Mm -hmm. the further distance there there's nothing there's nothing warm about this anymore and he makes it even worse by diving into some vulgarities with uh as it pertains to cody's wife which I, if I've ever wanted to see Brandy Rhodes on my screen, it's at this point for her to confront Paul Heyman because I think there could be some cool stuff there. Yeah, um, I, I I always appreciated Brandy to be honest. With you. I thought she was great. Yeah. I thought especially during their like when, during their heel run in like, oh, New, New Japan, Japan so that good. one press conference was so absolutely good. hilarious. They did so good. Um, but uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think that the way that they are approaching. Uh, the expectations that certain fans have, I, I think it's a it's a vocal minority. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they're 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 telling the story uh, in a manner that is it's it's pretty impressive with playing with our expectations, giving us what we want, and uh, and 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 moving on. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I think in a lot of cases it's we we kind of know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm, yeah, but if you make the the, the journey there interesting enough. People aren't going to mm-hmm. complain, or at least not too many people are going to complain about being it being predictable. Yeah, right. Because yeah. the journey was worth it. Was yeah. worth yeah. getting to that that destination. Yeah. Um, elsewhere on Raw, uh, during an episode, an edition of Ding Dong Hello, uh, Becky and Lita challenge for the women's tag titles. Um, that match is happening next week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, according to Fightful Select. Uh, Trish Stratus was initially set to appear on Raw last night and was at the venue, but then left prior to Ding Dong Hello uh, due to a creative change. I wonder if maybe the initial idea was just to immediately set up the six-woman tag for Mania, but then they Mm -hmm. thought, oh, wait, let's have the tag title match next week. Mm -hmm. Bailey's obviously Mm going to interfere. 
Yeah, yeah. To keep Becky and Lita from winning, mm-hmm. Trish comes out to even the odds. Then they make the six woman tag match for WrestleMania. Yeah, it seems like that's going to be the case. Do we know? I did not look at the schedule or whatever. Do we know whether where they are next week? Are they still in Canada next week? Uh, I don't know. Let me I feel like I feel like if you want to do Trish, let me look. Here's the thing: wherever they are in Canada, if they're in Canada, there's going to be a massive pop. So I think on March. Oh, they're in they're in Michigan. That's right. They that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids, Michigan. That's right. Thank you, Chad. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, regardless, Trish is going to get a big pop. It's a shame that it wasn't a Canadian pop. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, it seems like what, what's happening. What's what's kind of interesting about that is how would you then get to how would you then get to if they do Ronda and Shayna for the tag titles? I mean, the possibility exists that they do. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, well, any answer is a good answer. They maybe do that before WrestleMania and have Ronda and Shayna either win or not win the tag titles. So if they win, they go in the Mania as tag champs. But if they don't mm. win, then maybe they feud and have a match between the two of them at WrestleMania. Mm. And then Shayna gets a win over Ronda. That could be. Yeah, that could be. I'm trying to think of like a big... Because, yeah, if, if they... So, yeah, I do think that the finish is going to be wonked next week. Mm-hmm. Um and then they could do the thing where they have damage control versus Ronda and Shayna on SmackDown or something. They want to build heat to the media match. They have Becky, yeah. Lita, and Trish cost damage control the tag titles. Or because they're supposed to be good guys, Bailey tries to interfere in that match yeah. as well. And then Becky is the neutralizer. Mm-hmm. Shayna and Ronda end up winning. And then damage control and Bailey are then free to do you know a titleless six uh, six man tag. At Mania, yeah, that's a possibility. That could be. Well, that I guess happen. we'll find out more on SmackDown, where the tag division in the women's uh, the women's tag division, yes, is going to be headed. Also, uh, last night, as we kind of figured, uh, Finn Balor ended up costing Edge his uh, U.S. title. What would this have been like his thirty second title? Yeah, <laughs> in, in WWE, thirty second or thirty third, yeah. I, I thought I heard 31 was the number that he was at yeah, last night. Yeah, I thought I heard that last night, too, but I thought 32 was the number before. Okay, but like, whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, Edge wanted uh, w- one more title during this run. Well, that's why he came uh, back, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, uh, Finn Balor comes out. So it seems like, you know, the last thing they could possibly do with this is to, is to do Demon Balor, Purple Demon Balor, Fightful Select is reporting also that Finn was set to assume his alter ego, the Demon, at the Rumble in a Hell in a Cell match with Edge before that match was scrapped. Do you think we're going to see the Demon at WrestleMania, Larson? Um, in that same Fightful report, I believe there's people, uh, they mentioned that the people backstage in WWE don't necessarily think the Demon persona works for this iteration of Finn, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say that they seemingly appreciate the spectacle that comes with Demon Balor. Um, I've never really been that huge into Demon Balor personally, because beyond the aesthetic change, not a whole lot of change in terms of actually approaches matches other than he like kind of like, I don't know, his mannerisms are slightly different. That's about it. You know, honestly, if they, I think that the whole, the D look, WrestleMania is all about spectacle. If it's the same Finn, but he just dresses himself up in some really cool demon type shit, then I think that'd be cool. And he can call it the demon just to up the odds. But like, like you said, there, there isn't much of a difference 
And so I know that there's supposed to be another level. He unlocks this thing or whatever. Yeah, it's but like, more aggressive like, or something like that. Yeah. But evidently he can't stop like uh, the ring ropes from breaking. Like last time yeah, we know, saw him, which no, was no silly as hell. Ever, yeah. I mean, that should have buried the character in the first place. You think so? But uh, but no, I don't know. Like a jazzed up purple version of uh, the current Finn with the demon. I think that could be cool just from a visual aesthetic standpoint and to make it feel a little bit bigger. So if they do this, if they do something that's in the spirit of Demon Balor with, without calling it Demon Balor, something that's more in line with Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, 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 an, it's an aesthetic change mm-hmm. with the ideas like, okay, I'm, I'm amping up the intensity. This is a huge match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like keep a lot of the demon elements. Just don't call it Demon Balor. You know, yeah, but here's the thing. That's that's the selling point, though. It's oh, it's the demon. Yeah, I think the know? selling point is 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 the intricacy of the body paint and the spectacle of the entrance. I think that's what it is. Well, you depends on what you mean by else. it. Depends on what you mean by selling. But I mean, people like oh, it's gonna when people when people are standing around their water cooler, they're at the wrestling parties, Larson, <laughs> and they're like, hey, did you hear? It's gonna be Demon Ballard. That's the thing. It's like oh man, it's he's kicking well, that's, up and that's the reference razzle point, dazzle. That's the reference point for the razzle dazzle. You could change it to I don't know what's, what's something that's more uh, 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 in line with Judgment Day. I don't know. Um, just a Judge different Ballard. adjective. Yeah, Judge whatever. Ballard. If it's the same thing, they call it a different <laughs> thing. I think the idea is that they're going to be still be talking about it because the spectacle is what it is, not necessarily if they, of, if, of spectacle. If he actually calls us something else, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, Judge Beller. Yeah, something like that. You're welcome to the people's court. He comes out know. with a powdered wig. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. got the robe on. You yeah. know. The magistrate. The magistrate. Yeah, Beller. there you go. Magistrate Beller. Like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, I think we're going to get whatever that is. Um, and as long as it look, as long as judgment day stays the same, uh, by the way, I can't wait to see Rhea. If could you imagine it'd be kind of, I'll be honest with you. What if judgment day? Cause they're already big on the theatrics. That's yeah. the thing that's so great about judgment day. They're big on theatrics, but they're all just kind of normal scumbags. I know. I know. <laughs> you know. I know. That's what's kind of awesome about it. And, um, and I think it'd be neat if they all sort of demoned up a little bit in terms of their visuals at WrestleMania. I think that like Rhea, like a demon sort of aesthetic of Rhea would be amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do they call her? The Eradicator? Oh, yeah, man, what a great yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, add, add, add all that razzle-dazzle, and that's what we're going to get at WrestleMania. Except for um, Dom. <laughs> Dom would you do with Dom? The same gear. No, same Same, gear. same thing he, he needs, does. Yeah. He needs the off-white flannel. Mm-hmm, yeah. The exact same. Yeah, okay. I like it. That's good. That's good. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
com. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, before we get started into the show, I uh, wanted to mention also channel members and patrons at $5 and up. This Friday, we've got a new episode of Overrun. We're going to be doing, I don't even know what we're going to be doing for Overrun, but. It's the uh, numbers don't lie on the on the, on the Well, Hardys. I was about to say, I didn't know what we we're going to do for the topic of Overrun, but we're also doing oh, the sorry. numbers don't lie for the Hardys. But yeah, we haven't decided like what topic, you know, some t- we usually do, you know, I don't know, 10 things that need to happen at this show. But we did that last time with. The, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll think of something. No, we didn't even do that. We didn't even do that last no, time. No, we didn't do it. Because we, we didn't, didn't do one, one before one uh, Elimination week. Chamber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll look at some. Wonky. We'll look at some. We'll do something. We'll, we'll do uh, so, yeah, bonus episodes every week for Overrun channel members, $5 and up. And also, excitingly, we've got AEW Revolution coming up in March. And uh, more exciting than the actual pay-per-view will be the Predictions Challenge. Big Red, the digital Big Red, is back up on the line. Uh, Moses opposes. Will he be dethroned? Uh, will the single point that myself uh, and two other people, I forget their Dwayne name. Dwayne Huff and Antoine Gomez. Yeah, Dwayne and, uh, and Antoine. Uh Will that matter? Will that come into play? We don't know. But if you're a new channel member or a patron at $5 and up, I'm sorry, not a new channel member, a channel member uh, period, at all. Yes. Period. Uh, you can uh, you can participate in that. So it should yeah. be a lot of fun. Speaking of channel members, we got a new channel member here on YouTube, Jonathan Vieira. Thank you. Man, we had a bunch of new channel members join overnight. Uh, Jeremy Krecklau, Kiddo Hudson, Brian Grassman, Berwin A. Vargas, Daniel Carpenter, Craig Hadley, Lord Corgi, the anonymous, uh, who is this? Oh, that's going to make me click on the thing. The anonymous Gunhausen, uh, Chris Ozschik, uh, Zach Beckett, Seth Iroth, Brian Moore, uh, Roy Costin, Mr. Higglesby, Holloway, Addis Davis Jr. All members, all new members. I think those are all new members. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, one of them, Zach, rejoined. He's been a member for four months, but all the rest of them are new. We're at, 230, we're at 232 channel members now on the road to 250, and then eventually 300. Road, road to, well, I was going to skip ahead to 500. 500 is a good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good number next, you know. And then 1,000 after that, just continuously doubling up. Yeah, right, exactly. A thousand, ten thousand, et cetera, et cetera. Oh man, another one right here at Lucci Club Studios. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. We appreciate it. So yeah, Raw opened up with Sami Zayn. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, Let's go. go. Uh so anyways, he comes out. Uh crowd starts chanting, Ole, 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 Ole. Uh he says, uh he says, I'm feeling a lot of feelings here, guys. He's very emotional. Mm-hmm. This is after these past couple days, that one feeling that comes to the fore is gratitude. The ovation I've gotten just now from you, you have no idea what that means to me. Thank you so much. He says, uh, He says for me, another thing I feel after coming so close to putting a storybook ending and coming up just short, I feel a lot of guilt. I feel like I let people down. Everybody said, finish the story. I thought I didn't, but after the past couple days, I realized, especially around here. Yeah, wink, this, wink. The story, uh, the story is never over. He says, however, we are entering the final chapter. The final chapter is not just about me. There's one person I need to talk to more than anyone else. So Kevin Owens, come on down. Yeah, it wasn't, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't the Price is Right music, but that's better. I tried to do a WB forced amalgam of the two songs. No, I like it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a Def Rebel thing there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kevin Owens comes to the ring. 
Um, he grabs the mic, a bunch of K- uh, KO chants, and Sammy says, there's so much I want to say, but now that you're here, I don't know what I want to say. I guess, thank you? Uh, I want to say I'm sorry, but we are past the point of words at this point, and things have gotten really messy. There's some things you said and I said. I don't know how we're going to work through all that. Um, there's, oh, yeah, there's a lot we said and done here, and I don't know if we can come back from it. You said there's only the one thing that you care about, and that's taking down the bloodline. I know you won't stop uh, in that mission, but I also have a mission. I won't rest until I see that Roman the bloodline come crumbling down. Here's the thing. You couldn't do it alone, and I couldn't. But I do think there's one way to get it done, and that's if we do it together. So the crowd starts together. Together. Yeah. Yes. They all want to yes. see it, man. But Kevin Owens, he gets, he gets, he finally, you know, talks up. He says, I don't need an apology or gratitude. He says, Saturday, what I did had nothing to do with you. I did it for my family because they were in the front row. But at the Rumble, they had to see me get the hell beaten out of me while you stood there and did nothing. He says, I did it for your family so they wouldn't have to see you get beaten like I was. I've fought them on my own for months. And that's how I'm going to keep fighting him. I meant everything I said back in November. I told you I was done with you, and that stands. But if you need help taking down the bloodline, just ask your buddy Jay. And then, oh, the crowd did not like that, man. No, they they no. gasped at the Jay line, and then yeah. they were like, boo, you're not giving us what we want. We want to see you be friendly. Yeah. And I, Kevin Owens' performance here was great because he he stood there. What I liked is, is so he walks in the ring and grabs a mic and kind of Looks like he's approaching Sammy almost. So Sammy mm-hmm. gets closer, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Owens veers off towards the corner. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't want to be close to Sammy physically, yeah, right. you know, yeah. in the ring. Because yeah. and, and, he thought maybe, well, if, if, if I get close to Sammy and Sammy steps up to me, is he going to try to do the hug or something? I don't want that. I want him to know uh, right away what I said earlier. I meant it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also, but there's always a, there's a subtext of what Kevin is saying too is – is yeah, what he's saying is part of the reason he did what he did, but also kind of felt like uh, maybe he did do it a little. Oh, bit. Oh, he did do it for he did for do it Sammy. for Sammy. For yeah, Sammy. a thousand percent. He wasn't going to help him win the title. No, because he's like that's too much. But yeah, a thousand percent, he did it for Sammy. Number one, he probably has all sorts of leftover guilt from all the shit that he's put Sammy through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course he did. But he's not going to say that to him. No, and I he's, wonder he's if he's hurt. If, if, he's if, hurt. Yeah, the character of Kevin Owens feels somewhat responsible for Sammy taking this path because you remember it was back at that match against Shane McMahon where Sammy turned heel to help Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, and and set Sammy on this path he's on. Mm-hmm. So well, from day one, guilt. Yeah, from day one when he set foot in NXT, yeah, power bombed his ass on the apron. Yep. Man, yeah, no, dude, there, it, this relationship is so complex mm-hmm. that, you know, you take what Kevin Owens says as surface, but deep down, he he knows that what he said in November is impossible. Yeah. There is no way, yeah. while they're in the same company, you can separate yourself from him. You are joined at the hip, whether yeah. you want to be yep. or not, and there might be times when he really doesn't want to be, but it's inevitable. That's the beauty of this relationship, because... They're family. What do they say? You get to choose your friends. Can't choose your family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're not actually family, but they're basically family. Yeah, basically. Basically. So uh, Kevin Owens leaves, and then uh, they show some replays. Sammy walks up the stage and thanks the crowd. Baron Corbin runs down behind him. whoop Lays him out from behind. Um, so we go to picture in picture, and uh, Baron's still beating up on Sammy Zayn. Eventually refs uh, Adam Pierce come out uh, to break it up. We get back to lo- the live show. And they're all helping Sammy up. 
And Baron's in the ring, and he's 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 on the mic. And he says, "Well, hi, Sammy, how do you feel after you interrupted me last week, coming out here crying about all your insecurities? Uh, how you didn't think that you deserved to be in the same ring as Roman, Sammy? You didn't, and uh, you sh- I should know, considering I was the last person to beat Roman. Roman destroyed you in front of your family and friends, and this this tonight was just pathetic. You begged for Kevin Owens to come out here, and then he left. And then Corbin says, "Sammy, look at me, look at me. Your story is over." You embarrassed yourself. Uh, you embarrassed your hometown and all of Canada because you are a complete and utter failure. So at this point, Sammy's up, and he's trying to get to the ring as, as Corbin's talking trash. Now at that last line, Adam Pearce steps aside and tells Sammy, go on ahead. Go to the Have ring. Have at it. Have at it. So yep. Sammy sprints down the ring. He lays out Corbin, clotheslines him out, and he's like, match now. Yeah. So then we got the match. You know, dude, it's, it's, it's such a simple thing that we didn't get pre-Triple H. And that's just good guys doing badass things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love this. And I know we got the exact same thing last week when Corbin was backstage talking shit about Cody. And Cody walks by and then he attacks Baron Corbin. This is a bit of the inverse. Corbin this time attacks Sami Zayn. Yeah. But the result is the same. We end up with a match on a guy that everybody likes to see get beat up, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Because they have Baron dole out a ton of punishment. He gets a deep six in, tries for an end of days, can't hit it. The other guy wins. But... Uh, but no, I, I, I love this. It's like you want to see these guys in action. You want to see what they can do. You exactly. want to see them beat people up because that's that's what wrestling is supposed to be about at far, the end of the day. Far too often, Vince would book his baby faces being complete and utter pushovers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And inactive. Inactive or reactive. And that's hard yeah. to root for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes in the world of wrestling, you know, you're totally justified to bring the fight to somebody. Mm-hmm. And as and, some people in chat here are pointing out, it helps Baron too. You know, I know he's getting killed every week, but they're, yeah. he's getting killed, killed by top guys. But this is much better than just listening to yeah. JBL talk for five oh, minutes. I know, I know. And Baron's bringing up a good point. He was the last person to beat Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's his bona fides right there. I know it happened three years ago, but still, still, hey, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we had that match. Of course, Sami Zayn wins. I loved. I actually loved the finish. Baron Corbin was running this way, and Sami followed him. <laughs> followed him and hit him a Olympic kick from behind. Yeah, uh, that was really awesome. Uh, so he wins that match. Uh, then we have a Rhea Ripley interview. Uh, she's backstage. Hey, let me ask you just to pause here really quick. Now we're yeah. talking about Baron Corbin. We've seen this two weeks in a row. The two top guys in the company beat him up. What do you do with Baron going forward? Because clearly they understand there is an issue here and we need to get it solved and him attacking people and being a straight up bad guy is the correct path. But in terms of putting him in like a story of some sort, what what would you do? I mean, I I feel like that he's kind of been stuck in the same cycle of being obnoxious jerk that everybody mm-hmm. in the crowd enjoys seeing uh you know being humiliated and getting their ass kicked i get that mm-hmm. yeah but it's kind of the it's, it's various iterations of the same thing who's a baby face that he can win against that people really like uh, that isn't super high on the totem pole Hmm. Everybody's sort of like tweeners, aren't they? Like, I love Judgment Day, but they're clearly bad guys. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's, it's, kind it's, of a, it's a situation where Corbin's kind of like feuded with everybody. 
Yeah, he has been put through everybody. Yeah. He needs to beat somebody up bad. You know, that's always a good inciting incident is like when somebody just gets just beat to hell. Yeah. And then and then it gets all that heat on on, on Baron Corbin. Ricochet. Hey, Ricochet's not terrible. He could yeah. take a he could take a beating. He's a great sell too. Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't know. Rhea Ripley had an interview after that. She's got Dom with him. Byron is asking the questions. He asks her about the chamber. And she says, you know, the last thing I'm gonna say about that. Me and Beth have unfinished business, but I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on WrestleMania. And Byron wants to keep pushing the chamber stuff. And Dom says, no one wants to talk about those has-beens, okay? Just like my dad. <laughs> he said, keep talking. I'm going to show you what happens when I was locked up to people who talk too much. You continue. <laughs> Got to let my cat out again. Sure. Um, and so uh, Byron asked about Charlotte. And uh, Rhea says she can keep living in 2020. And not 2023. She refused to believe that right now I am the best bloody woman here in WWE. And the only lesson is that I'm not going to make the same mistake. Uh, she wants to put me in my place. Good. My place is on top of her crumbling kingdom. And I'll be the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And then she says, I'm going to be on SmackDown on, on, on Friday. And Dom says, you know what? I'll tag along because I know my dad has a match as well on the show. Yeah. We're, they're, they're totally going to do Dom they versus got Ray. Man, they have to do that. They have mania. to. Yeah. Oh, that's going to that's gonna be good. God, I love when he brings up his dad. It's my favorite thing. Oh, just out of nowhere, I know. Yeah. Just like there my are a couple of has-beens. Just like my dad. <laughs> uh, uh, then we got yeah. uh, Dolph taking on Mustafa Ali. Um, there was this oh, backstage. Did you, just, did you just do the theory interview? Oh, I skipped the theory interview. Sorry. Next, we had theory interview. Theory was whispering interview, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Kathy Kelly is interviewing him, asking how he feels tonight after the chamber. And he says, I'm banged up, but here I am like I always am because I'm the champ. I stepped in with five of the best WWE, including Seth Rollins, and I put him down like I said I would. Uh, but what's bothering me is the headline. It isn't uh, Austin Theory is the future. It's John Cena's coming back in a couple of weeks. Who cares? Where's my respect? I have no challenge accepted by Edge because I got I get a beat Edge and crappy Kanda. Continue my forever reign and my legacy will stand over everyone because I won't lose. How's that for a headline? Oh, so the, he he mentioned open challenge. He mentioned John Cena. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yep. he mentioned did he mention WrestleMania? Probably no. He didn't mention WrestleMania. No, he didn't mention WrestleMania. But that's that's coming up. He's that's going to face happen. John Cena at WrestleMania. That's percent. Yeah, yeah. He's got to win that match too, right? You'd think so. He's got to win that match. John Cena's not going to be U.S. champion. Um, after that, we, this, I, I like now I, I like this because, because, so we got Dolph Ziggler versus, uh, Mustafa Ali. Um, we had like a, a little promo thing with them sort yeah. of exploring why this match is going down. And once again, they're hanging out for some reason and Dolph is trying to explain to Ali. He's like, man, you just don't get it. You got to, you know, whatever the, 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 the reasoning was, he says, but you know what? You're not going to get it until somebody beats it into you. He's trying to explain to him how to win. He says, you're not going to understand until somebody beats it into you. And so they have a match. <laughs> and freaking Mustafa Ali wins here because he goes, it was that awesome bit where Dolph goes for a famouser and Mustafa Ali is able to like, instead of ha- his head getting sent down, he gets his hands up. So he does yeah. like a handstand instead. Yeah. He's able to counter it. And then he gets like a crucifix pin to get the win. <laughs> And Ali is like, he just won the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. He's running around. He's like, oh, I won. I proved you wrong. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about, and you don't. Yeah. Finally, this this story, this feud here has a little bit of meat to it, man. Yeah, it does. Because backstage uh, during that bit, 
Ali's like, oh, what do I got to do, Dolph? Do I got to take my vitamins? Do I have to drink my milk? Is that how right, I get the yeah. win? Because Dolph is giving him a pep talk, and it's very old school wrestling. Yeah, it very yeah. is. It very much is. Um, so then we're backstage, and Kathy Kelly is trying to get an interview with The Miz, but he's kissing Maurice. It's their anniversary mm-hmm. today. So she tells him, happy anniversary, he hands him a card, and he opens it. It's like a gold envelope. And he opens it and goes, is this for real? So this is, this is, this is huge. This is, this is more huge than the half-court shot I hit at the Celebrity All-Star game. Which didn't um, count. Which didn't count, no. And that's what Kathy says. Yeah, that's great. And he says, this has to be broken by a credible journalist, not you, Kathy, me, next week on Ms. TV. He says, but tonight is about us, so goodbye, Kathy. And so uh, Kathy asks about match against Boogs last week and the match against Seth this week. And Miz says, you know, I'm glad uh, Seth was brought down to earth by my protege, Logan Paul. I made, I brought Logan into WWE. I made him the man he, he is today. You could say I cost Seth Rollins his WrestleMania dreams. But what's in this envelope? It's in this envelope. It's going to be huge. What's in the envelope? I don't know. I figured like he's just hosting WrestleMania. That's what it is. It's the gift card to go Golden Corral. Oh, that's even better. I mean, is it a gold envelope? Yeah, man. No, that's a good point. Yeah, Golden Corral. Two hundred dollar gift certificate, gift card for Golden Corral. You just have to make sure you get there at the right time. Yeah, you can't get there between like you can't get there for a late breakfast because the breakfast is cold and they haven't put out lunch yet. You gotta get there right when dinner service starts, if that's what you want, or four a.m. <laughs> But then you got to watch a bunch of old people eat. That's disgusting. Moving on. Uh, we had a Cody Rhodes promo. And he comes out and he says, So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. So before Cody even got his his catchphrase out, yeah. Paul Heyman on the Tron wearing a neck brace mm-hmm. and both the titles uh, uh, interrupts him. And uh, Cody's like, Mr. Heyman, uh, where are you? And Paul says, right here backstage, sir. He says, uh, so, you know, you got something to say? Why don't you come on out here? Everybody wants to hear. Crowd pops. And he's like, Cody, I was mauled on Saturday by a Kodiak. And the miserable Canadian healthcare system has fixed me. And what should have become a weekend of celebration became a tragedy for the wise man. But I assure you, the true tragedy of this story will befall, sir, upon you. Hear me out. Cody, man-to-man, face as close as I'm willing to be to face. You can't beat Roman Reigns. They could boo all they want, but let's say hypothetically the stars align and the devil collects my debt, which is a great line. Mm -hmm. He says, let's say Cody Rhodes beats the tribal chief. Then, sir, what will your life be like? Have you ever heard the phrase indentured servitude? Roman Reigns doesn't need to worry about that. He has Paul Heyman. But if you defeat Roman, you won't have Paul Heyman with you. There's 200 days a year on the road defending the title, 50 days doing charity appearances, 30 days overseas promoting the brand of WWE, another promoting another 20 promoting pay-per-views. What do we have now? 300 days a year. Those 65 days left, all you have is Zoom calls, meetings. Like your brother Dustin said, Dusty was never home even when he was. Is that the life and sacrifice you're willing to make for these titles? I know you think I'll say something vulgar now, but I won't stoop that low. Roman is a happily married man, but I'm not. And I assure you, Cody Rhodes, because he mentioned it's, it's not here in the notes, but he says, who's going to keep your wife warm? And he says, Roman is a happily married man, but I'm not. Well, he and really I paused. Sh- he really paused before. Saying yeah, he says, yeah. but I'm. Yeah, he gets in the camera. He says, but I'm not. 
And he says, and I assure you, Cody Rhodes, when you find out your WrestleMania dreams become your own personal nightmare. And then he takes off. He does his own mic drop with a, a lav mic. Yeah. And he to- tosses it around and he throws it. Yeah. And Cody starts pacing around. He's steamed. Yeah, he is he pacing is around, and you can kind of hear like he's got the mic kind of near his mouth. He's like, mm, mm. and he says, and he gets, he looks into the camera. He says, "Roman's great, you're great, but I haven't, but I've seen this before." He says, "Roman, don't send this man again. We haven't met yet, but we will soon, and I'll repeat it then as I will now. You are the best champion in all of sports. It doesn't change a damn thing. I have to finish the story. I beat you at WrestleMania." Cody doesn't get why everything's so personal. He doesn't want it to be personal. He's just trying to win a title. He just wants to win but what is wrestling titles. What is he expecting? Yeah. Cody's being a bit naive about this. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. I got to be honest with you. Uh, after that, we had Asuka taking on Nikki Cross. <clears throat> it's a fun match. Um, finish Asuka uh, get the win. Locking on the rings of Saturn. Uh, Nikki. Uh, doesn't doesn't well she does the verbal tap out first she kind of like laughs about being in the, the move and then she just screams yes when the rest asks do you give up <laughs> yeah um and then uh later on we had a bit of a say a bit with nikki that it was interesting you know that they're kind of they've been kind of teasing a sanity type thing i mean she had the oh, sandy yeah. logo on her vest at mm-hmm. chamber i didn't notice that she had it last night um and then rather than doing more of a tease for sanity, she 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 said to Candace, essentially, I got no friends. All my friends, friends are gone. I kind of dig this because I hope she like sort of lures Candace in and then they yeah. debut sanity. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, Johnny's on his way back. So I don't know if they're going to do like a mixed tag thing at Mania. Maybe Johnny and Candace versus yeah. uh, Nikki and uh, Eric Young, maybe. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That'd um, be good. Um, I'd love that. I think it'd be great. So before the match began, or right as the match was starting, Bianca comes and sits and watches the match ringside. And after the match, she gets in the ring. They have a stare down and Bianca raises up the belt and points at WrestleMania. And then Oscar starts kind of coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she looks up and she's got the blue the blue mist mm-hmm. just like oozing out of her mouth and she starts laughing at Bianca. Bianca sold this wonderfully. She did. It was creepy and she was creeped out. I yeah. my only the only thing that bummed me out about this, they couldn't get uh Bianca a headset to do commentary. I know. I like uh, most of the time I like the only person I don't like doing commentary on matches is Austin Theory. Because he, he he whispers everything and he's not terribly good at improv. No. But Bianca's been good at commentary before. I, I love when they bring the wrestlers in to do commentary. I was kind of bummed they didn't because they kept on showing her and she was talking a little bit, but like you could only hear it kind of through Corey's mic. Yeah, yeah. It was more just her reactions. Mm-hmm, yeah, I Which thought she's really good at too. Better. Yeah, thought it could have been better for her on commentary. But uh, yeah, Oscar needs to get that checked out, man. Um, no, Oscar, it's so much fun to see her just take this this next level type shit. It's just, oh man, she's creepy. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And then we're backstage. We've got a Carmella interview. Uh, Kathy Kelly asked her about WrestleMania and Carmella says, Chamber was two days ago. I don't have a new game plan yet, but I have thought of Asuka. She thinks she can mess with me. I'm going to make Bianca's win a hell of a lot easier because I'm going to knock Asuka out because Mella is money. And so that interview's over. Kathy sees Seth Rollins. So she walks up to him, asks about Logan Paul. Seth says it's two times now Logan Paul has ruined my plans he thinks it's a game he wants to call me a clown well Logan jokes on you see Logan may not be very familiar with a certain side of me but anyone who got in my way knows that side all too well I'm gonna find Logan Paul and I'm gonna hurt Logan Paul 
since he isn't here tonight. The man who wants to take all the credit, Miz, seems like a perfect surrogate for suffering. I like later on in the show when they show the match card for Carmella versus Asuka, Corey Graves was like, you know, I don't often question what she wants to do, but (laughs) this is probably a bad idea for Carmella. Yeah. (laughs) I like the, I appreciate the, you know, the boyfriend who is uh, uh, concerned. Oh, they're married, huh? Yeah. Oh God, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The, the concerned husband. I like that. I forget who's married. He wasn't. Um, Anyways. uh, Yeah. After that, we had an MVP promo. So this came kind of out of left field. Yes. Um, Because I didn't notice, but like, cause I was sort of fast forwarding through the recap of the Brock stuff at chamber. Did they mention that he's currently suspended or no? They didn't say anything about suspension. Corey said that that, uh, he was sure that Brock would be fined or something like that. Okay, all right. So MVP has a promo. He says, Brock Lesnar, you coward. You couldn't escape the hurt lock, so you got yourself DQ'd. The seven foot three, 416 pound Amos is issuing a challenge to face you at WrestleMania. Show up next week in person to accept if you have the intestinal fortitude. I think Brock Lesnar giving an F5 to Amos will be a really impressive feat to, to witness. Yeah, and I think we might get that next week. Um, so you said I didn't want to bring this up, but you can if you want. Oh yeah, you're, I'm, you're... I'm somewhat pessimistic. This match is going to happen at WrestleMania. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it does, I I'm, wouldn't necessarily be upset about it. I think it'd be a great uh, opportunity for Amos to get in the ring with one of the top superstars in all of WWE. Um, that being said, it is out of nowhere to a degree. Um. You'd think that Lashley, and I think at his promo, he kind of uh, referenced it, still has issues with Brock. You have the Bray Wyatt thing um, where he wanted either Brock or Lashley. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. If it happens, you know, it, that, that's, 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 that's cool. Um, I won't be, like, shocked if it happens, but I, 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 I'm pessimistic and actually will. Um, Lashley called out, well, he mentioned Bray Wyatt. He mentioned Brock so I, too, didn't he? He did mention Brock. Yeah. Um, but he just had Brock. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's a big match. Brock versus Amos. Amos is, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's an attraction. He's a big yeah. dude. Yeah. And like, what else is he going to do? They already did Lashley. That was a DQ finish, but Lashley, the Lashley versus Bray, that's still going to be weird. It is going to be weird. That's going to be weird. I feel like they 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 got themselves, they booked themselves in the corner with the Bray stuff, and they didn't really realize how they but, wanted to go about doing it. And then now they're like, ah, uh, how are we going to go about doing this? No, but you know what, dude? If Lashley really did say, yeah, I pitched an idea for me to get fat. Yeah. That to me says this dude is down to do some cool shit. You know what I mean? Maybe Lashley might be champing at the bit. To to get in there with Bray and do weird shit, and That's I'm down for that. Possible. I oh, think yeah. that could be cool. Be I think Lashley also has that long career behind him, mm-hmm. where you can really explore stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I don't know what they're gonna do. It might be weird and, and crappy, or it might be weird and interesting. But uh, but yeah, I think, dude, I think the WrestleMania highlight is Brock. Here's the thing: next week, Brock's gonna try to get him up for an F5. He's gonna fail at Mania. He's gonna get it done. That's my prediction. That's my spoiler. Anyways. I don't know. I feel like we might see the F5 on the Moss next week and, and, and Brock gets on the mic and it's like, Lashley, we're not done yet. Yeah, well, maybe. And then maybe Bray not. shows up and then just makes things even more convoluted. 
Oh, man, too much. Uh, after that, we had Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Seth Rollins murdered The Miz in this match. He gave him three stomps. What is the deal? Let me ask him. What is the deal with this? So, like, Miz hits a stomp, and then he goes for a second stomp because he's got, like, Logan Paul on his head, right? Um, and then the ref, instead of calling the match there and saying, this yeah. match is done, he just gets up and sets business and is like, what is he telling him? Stop stomping him? Well, then stop the match, man. Why are you going to make me do a third one to stop the match here's when the you thing, want to stop he, it now? If he tells Seth enough, you're not going to stop the match. That's I, I consider that a warning to Seth. So if Seth hits Miz with another stomp, then you DQ him. Yeah, do something, but it's like that's his move. That's illegal. I know how, he's not somehow. breaking any. He's not breaking any rules. By the way, how is a stomp illegal? Like that's how, that seems like it really should not be a legal move in pro wrestling. You can't punch somebody with a closed fist, but you can stomp them. I got an answer for you, man. It's weird. Anyways, it is weird. Uh, it is weird. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Right. If it's a situation where you go up to Seth and like, hey, he's done. Stop. Yeah, and then he then, you, then you ring your, the bell. Yeah, if you he heed your advice, then you could you disqualify him. But no, he hits the third stomp, and then then the ref calls the match and raises Seth arm. He yeah. wins. Yeah, it's silly. It was silly. Uh, but yeah, Miz got absolutely killed here. Yeah. Uh, after the match, uh, Seth uh, starts dancing again. Carmella's backstage with Pierce, and they set up the match with Oscar next week. He gets a phone call from Chelsea Green. She was sent to Ottawa, Illinois. And uh, and she's like, okay, what are you gonna do to fix a very you know the quote unquote Karen phone call? What are you yeah. gonna do to fix this? He was like, I don't know how it happened, uh, but hey, we're back in the states next week. I'll figure it out. And uh, she just keeps on going on and on. She's like, you'll figure it out. Blah 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 blah. And she says, sorry, I have a bad connection. It must be Canada. <laughs> Hangs up. Uh, and then we've got Alpha Academy, and uh, they're looking in a mirror, and Gables, you know, going over his modeling yeah. credentials, and uh, Bronson Reed. Walks up and says, Oi, that's how you get ready for a meach. And uh, he says, Not only am I a bona fide Olympian, but I'm on the cusp of a lucrative modeling career, even though he has not been recruited. Otis nope. has been recruited. Yes. And uh, Reed says, All right, we'll get ready to model a full body kissed. And then Otis says, Oh, yeah, nobody talks to Gable like that, which is kind of great because I kind of totally want to see these two giant men oh, I know. fight. That's going to be a match right there, Otis and, uh, and Bronson. You can kind of hear the crowd stir a little bit. When you see the idea of these two big dudes about to get it you on. You think so. You think so. Maybe Bronson will get a reaction then. Oi. I just didn't want a reaction. Get, didn't get much one last night. Uh, no. <laughs> then we no, got Ding Dong. Hello. Hello. With damage control. So uh, uh, Bailey's there. Dakota. EO. Uh, they're all sitting down. Bailey's like, oh, I'm too excited. I can't sit down. I can't sit down. Um, she says, uh, I didn't feel like coming. It felt like sulking. Not after not getting into the chamber match, but today is family day, so I'm spending it with my family. I love you, but these idiots don't love you the way that I do. Uh, that's right. You're all, you're both so underappreciated. So I want you on here uh, so that they, the crowd can hear your beautiful voices. And then uh, she says, Dakota, how does it feel to be the greatest woman tag champ of all time? And Dakota says, Fantastic. But we wouldn't be here without you, our role model. Uh, we have been able to dominate as champs for over 100 days on every show, and we've beaten everyone. We will dominate for 100 more. So then Becky's music hits. She walks down and says, greatest tag team champs, huh? Uh-huh. It's been nine full moon cycles since you defended them last. They're getting dusty. They got spiders living in them. You two won't coast to WrestleMania because I think I want to take those titles from you. And then Bailey's like, ha ha, you're a jokester. Who, you and your daughter? And then Becky says, well, no one's ready for that level of awesomeness, but there is one person. And then Lita's music hits. 
Doom, 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 and she doom. walks down, and no one seems more excited about being uh, teaming. Sorry, with Lita than Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her enthusiasm for this partnership is palpable. You can see it. It just it just comes through the screen. Yeah, so absolutely. They, so sorry, I can pick up from here. So, um, anyways, Bailey insists that they have to use the door to get in. That was so great. they oblige. They do. I always love when they do that. Uh, Bailey's like, "What are you doing? You don't even work here. You must be desperate, Lita." Don't don't you remember you tried to end each other last time you got in the ring with each other? And uh, Becky says, yeah, I already apologized to her. I was acting a bit crazy uh, uh, when, you know, gold is on the line. And Lita says, we're past that. She was like, I was set on a fifth title run. And I'll admit it. If I couldn't beat her for it, I like the idea of walking into WrestleMania as champions. So Dakota, EO, this is an official challenge. And Bailey says, you guys aren't even close to earning this. And Becky says, okay, well, hold on a second. Uh, I'm a four-time, or she's a four-time women's champion, a Hall of Famer, et cetera, et cetera. She goes on, says, I think that's good enough. And uh, uh, she says, if you're the greatest, you want to prove it. And that's uh, what Lita says. And then Becky says the same thing. And then she tries to goad Bailey into accepting the match. And then Becky accepts for both of them. And then uh, Lita and Becky sort of take the titles and hold them up. And yeah. they throw them back at uh, damage control as Lita's music hits. Yeah, commentary is really pushing that Bailey really put uh, Dakota and EO kind of in a corner, accepting mm-hmm. the, the match on their behalf. Yeah. Um, so then we're backstage, and Candice has an interview with Byron, and he asks uh, Johnny's condition, what kind of shape he is after Elimination Chamber, and uh, Candice says he's banged up. But then she notices Nikki Cross runs mm-hmm. after and asks mm-hmm. her, why do you keep following me? Mm-hmm. And Nikki kind of leans in, uh, sorry, uh, Candace says next week I got a match against Piper and I can't focus on that when I got to worry about you following me everywhere. So what's what's the deal? Mm-hmm. So then Nikki leans in and, and whispers something, and then Candace goes what? And then she tells her again, and then she leaves. And then so Byron comes up and says, "Well, what did what did what Nikki tell you?" And Candace says, "All her friends are gone and she's alone." Well, answer about John. He'll be back. John, John, John man. Uh, so yeah, Eric Young going to come back from the dead after getting stabbed to death by a uh, Diener. Different company didn't happen to WB. Not oh, Canada. man, Absolutely not, man. It's all one universe. Uh, after that, we had Chad Gable <laughs> Shush, versus, uh, Bronson Reed. Oh man. Bronson wrecked him. Yeah, he wrecked him. And, uh, and it didn't help that Otis was on the outside, uh, chatting up, uh, Maxine Dupree yeah. about his, uh, his modeling contract with Chad Gable bizarrely wants as well. Uh, but they want Otis, and that distraction led Chad Gable to losing this match via a tsunami. Um, I will say yeah. that ripcord power slam that Bronson did right before the the tsunami splash was awesome. I know it was pretty cool. That was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Bronson Reed gets this match. No reaction, but we'll get there. Hopefully, we'll yeah, get we'll get there. there. Just, they just need a character and some stories for him. Yeah, they need. Yeah, exactly. He delivers in the ring. His 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 ring. His matches are always fun. So then, where you got Elias? He's in the ring. He says, "Hello, I'm Elias. Rick Boogs. I hope you're back there taking notes. This is how you do it. This is when legends come out, when stars are made, and there is no bigger star or legend than Elias. So the question is, who wants to walk with Elias at WrestleMania? There's got to be somebody who wants to stand with the greatest performer of them all. Dun dun dun. dun. Well, hold on. Boogs was backstage taking notes. Shows him back there with a little notepad. <laughs> And he's actually taking notes. Oh, man. That's pretty great. Uh, I don't know. You got his thing? Uh, what kind of thing he has? No, he, just, he was just focusing on his notes. Gotcha. And and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm 
somehow, some way, they got me to give a shit about boogs, which is kind of hilarious. That's something else. Never thought that would happen. So Lashley comes yeah. to the ring, uh, obliterates Elias, spy buster, yeah. uh, ultimately hurt lock. So then Lashley grabs the mic, says, everybody has a plan till I snap that hurt lock in. This past weekend, Brock panicked and had to resort to a low blow. Not Brock Lesnar, not Bray Wyatt, nor Elias. None of them breaks the hurt lock. I won't be disrespected by anyone in this locker room. If you do, I'm going to put you down. Yeah. You think Bray Wyatt's going to break the uh, hurt lock? No, but Uncle Howdy might. <laughs> I think it would be great if Uncle Howdy like does the... You can't put the hurt two- lock if someone's doing this, Steve. <laughs> he just grabs onto yeah, his yeah, lapels. Yeah. You got to try to break uh, Uncle Howdy's lapel lock. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not lapel lock, lapel lock, lapel. Yeah, exactly the lapel lock. Uh, yeah, I hope maybe I'll do the uh, the two K uh, games uh, teleportation prompt. Yeah. The, he's in the hurt lock, and then the lights go down, and he's just behind Brock Lesnar like this. Yeah, or he's phasing through the ropes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, commentary mentions all the matches that are going down next week. We got the women's tag match. That's going to be huge. Candace versus Piper Niven. That's going to be a, a banger match. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to find out if Brock Lesnar shows up to take on Amos at WrestleMania. Uh, also, we're going to see Asuka against Carmella. You know, like I said earlier, Corey, very fearful for his wife. And then we're going to find out what's in the secret envelope. Ms. TV. Is it a golden corral? Gift card. It's gold envelope. Or is it? Or is it? He's going to be hosting uh, WrestleMania, which it's probably just going to be like a Miz TV yeah. segment at WrestleMania. Yeah, probably. With, Not that we with need some a legends. talk show segment at WrestleMania. Who do you think, given that they're in Hollywood, who do you think is going to be on his talk show segment? Oh, get Werner Herzog talking about WrestleMania. Wow, nobody will know who the fuck that is. Except for you and I. Like, yeah. That would be the big, Pop, probably the biggest market. We'd probably just have to quit going to Raw because it doesn't get any bigger. No, it doesn't for get any us than that. No. Than that. Top wrestling moment of all time. But it's probably just going to end up being Hulk Hogan, man. Ugh. Oh, Batista. Yeah, it could be Batista. Oh, I'd be cool with Dave. Dave's great. I'd be cool with Dave. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fudgy says the guy from The Mandalorian. Exactly. I'm very disappointed by this. Uh, Lou here in YouTube chat, oddly, not even Twitch chat, says that that's the word. My Bronson Reed was the worst Australian accent I've ever done. Wow. I feel like I've done worse. And I'll be honest with you. If everybody closed their eyes and listened to me do Bronson Reed, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I'm telling you. Um, before we get to this main event, uh, congratulations to friendo Dirty Rich. Uh, he says to stop and end to say baby girl storm was born a few hours ago. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome, Rich. That's cool. Um, anyways. Anyways, got an edge uh, interview yeah. next. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's backstage with Byron. Uh, uh, Byron congratulates him about the win at the chamber and, and asks about accepting the open challenge. And he says, Beth's at home now. I can focus on what I wanted when I came back. Uh, he says, you know, Austin Theory has the ability to shape the next two decades, but does he have the mento? He says, sometimes uh, it comes with ignorance, but I'll be cliche with age comes wisdom. He says, more than anybody, I know this can be taken away uh, uh, like his stupid duck face. I've done everything, but I haven't held a title in a while and time is running out. My second match was here in this building in 1997. He says, I haven't performed here in 18 years. Would feel good to win here and walk into WrestleMania as U.S. champion. 
one more cliche, never say never. Sorry, Edge. Got no belt for you. Now we saw this coming. Finn Balor uh, uh, distracted at first and then was able to actually hit a kick on him uh, to allow Austin Theory to hit A-Town, A-town down. down. And, and he got there. He gets the win. And then uh, Balor afterwards. Uh, Ooh, man, this was he, vicious. The three coup yeah. de grace. Three coup de grace. Yeah. Grasses. Yeah. Yeah, uh, three yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't know how Finn doesn't absolutely murder his ankles doing that. I or know. his knees. Because I know he, he cushions the blow by buckling his knees. Yeah. <laughs> but it all seems bad for knee down. It does. You know? It does. And he, if, if Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that seems to be a move for both participants with little margin for error. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you don't do that, what, you're going to break some ribs maybe? Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jeremy here in YouTube chat says, for half a second I asked myself if that was Jay White that cost Edge the title uh-huh. to make Jay White the first match uh, at WrestleMania. But no, yeah, it's going to be no, Jay White Demon showed up. Baller. Jay White showed up raw after Mania. I'm Purple Demon. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and uh, answer, answer some, some questions. questions. Yeah. Why don't we? I've got a, a thread right here. I posted these threads last night, and so we've got a lot of questions. That's good. And if you're a YouTube channel member, guess what? You get priority. And if you're a patron of $5 and up, guess what? You get priority as you well. You get priority too. Yeah, that's right. Johnny Night Moves, which is a great name, says it it's is. already plural. I know that, but we also like to make fun of stuff sometimes. Because we say if it sounds more ridiculous, then it's more fun. Exactly. That's why we say coup de grace. Yeah. 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 Paul. Uh, Name explained here asked, do you think Owens and Sammy versus the Usos could main event night one? It definitely could. The story's there for it. I think the the crowd would be super into it. I think it could, but I think they probably should do uh, the Becky, Lita, Trish match. Mm-hmm. Um, and last last year was a legends thing. It was Stone Cold main eventing night mm-hmm. one. I feel like you do the same thing this year to make the you or know you do Rhea and Charlotte. Oh yeah, or Bianca Oscar. God damn, there's some good good options on the table I there. I know there really yeah. is. Well, let's uh, see. This is an interesting question from Timor. Who do you think will walk out of Mania still champion if Gunther has a, a, a intercontinental title defense? He'll retain Gunther for sure. Austin Theory probably. Oh, yeah, Austin Theory, definitely, I would say. Maybe Bianca. Maybe. I think it's I think it's like, oh, I really want Oscar to win, but I feel like at this point it's like in my mind it's 60-40 Bianca. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid that they're simply going to use Oscar as, hey, we're going to put this person in front of you, another person for you to beat at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think is a great streak for Bianca. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I kind of want it to be Oscar, but I feel like it's it, it might pop. I think it's like sixty forty Bianca. Yeah, at this point. agreed. Uh, Charlotte's probably going to lose. Rhea's going to win. Yeah, I think that's going to be that. Uh, Usos are going to lose to Owens and Zayn. Yeah, yeah. Cody will probably win. Yeah, that's There's maybe that's a twenty five percent chance Roman retains. Yeah. Um, uh, am I missing any any any? I mean, like the women's tag titles, if. We don't even know. Damage control happen, still has them as in that six woman tag match, and they're not being defended, so they'll still walk out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Lathrop uh, here with the super chat says, "You two have a one on one match in ACW. Who would be your individual trainers to make it to at least a two star match?" Wow, that's, I train that's asking the, a lot. I train at the Ugly Dojo. Good. Yeah, Big Ugly. He trained me. Good. Good. 
Um, man, that's tough, I'm just thinking. But... I'm just thinking locally. You can go to the next level school. All right, I can do that. <laughs> you train with uh, Joe DeSol, man. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Odd breakfast here uh, says with Ke- Kevin Owens mentioning Sammy's relationship with Jay. Do you think Jay's probable eventual betrayal will be the final straw to bring them together? Or will it be something else? No, I think Jay's going to ha- factor heavily into Sammy and Kevin Owens having to team up again. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how all that's going to go down. You know, you and I have both been on kind of the same page with Roman manipulating Jay again. But at this point, I don't know if he'll need to. I think it might be more interesting if Jay comes back around to the bloodline himself and says, man, I, w- I was in your corner and then you speared me and I look like a complete asshole. Like he yeah. could put this entire thing on Sammy and mm-hmm. double down on man. No, I'm sticking with my family. You know. Yeah. Or I mean, it might not even be like the bloodline as a whole. It could be a situation where you're trying to take down the bloodline, which involves my brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, and I can't turn my back on my brother. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like going into this match, Jay has to be conflicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Incredibly conflicted. Um. Uh, Linus Moses here on Patreon asked, do you think they could stretch the Sami Zayn story out to next year, have him win the 2024 Rumble to face and beat one of the title holders, assuming the titles are split at WrestleMania? I mean, I suppose it's possible. I think if they if they take the momentum Sami has and tell good stories with him and this iteration of his character, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's, that's a possibility. Will it happen? I don't know, but it's possible. He's shown, uh, Sammy has shown repeatedly that he has the ability to get the crowd behind him. Yeah, for sure. They just need to, you know, the toughest thing, the toughest thing is going to be following up the bloodline story. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, uh, Lincoln Phoenix uh, asks, what's our favorite fruit? I really don't eat fruit by itself much anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'd probably mm. say blueberries because mm. if I make like pancakes or waffles, blueberries mm. are going in there. Probably the the fruit that I enjoy the most is probably banana. Yeah, I also get like banana a, in my waffles. Get like a pancakes. jar of peanut butter with it, and you can make banana bread with it. Yeah, banana bread's really good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Jack Williams already answered your question about main eventing night one. Jonathan Vieira says if Roman is to ever turn face. Should his redemption involve seeking forgiveness from Jimmy and Jay? Yeah, and that'll be a hell of a moment. Yep. That's, Roman that's having to prove himself back to yep. the family members that he manipulated the shit out of should be like a year-long story into itself. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Garcia asks, what are some tag teams you think should never break up? FTR. I mean, they said, Dax has said, this next run is going to be their last run. I don't know if I want a singles run from the Usos. No, they were next on my list, Usos. Yeah, the Usos I don't think should ever break up. Um, oh, and, then man. Probably, and probably the Young Bucks. This is a great question here from T.Y. Hmm. Says, uh, Oh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto should be a tag team in perpetuity. They better lose those titles to Okada and Tanahashi. <laughs> they better lose those titles. Give me a break. You see the match card or just like the, the image? I'm like... Two literal wrestling gods. I know. You versus... see the look on. I wonder if they picked that image of <laughs> no, Yoshihashi, yeah. where he looks scared in the picture. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, Ty <laughs> says, "What does LA Knight do at WrestleMania?" 
interrupts Ms. TV. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. Give him a talk show. Have him host WrestleMania. No, except he buries everybody. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Antonio Caneo says, "I was listening to the Elimination Chamber recap and agreed with you uh, with me." about the whole Seth Rollins-Logan Paul situation. It's going to be a great match, but I'm not going to care about it because I have no interest in Logan Paul. What can the WWE do to get us excited for the match? Like, is there anything they can do to get us excited about Logan Paul? No. The match will be good, and I'll, I'll enjoy it while it's on, but no. That, re- that, that replay they did of him at the chamber... He has got a great buckshot, Larry. He does. That he guy is, is he super is, athletic. He's explosive. <laughs> he really is. That buckshot, Larry. I think about anybody else doing, including Hangman Page, and I love Hangman Page. But it's like everybody does the thing where you just you go over and you stop, and it's like nobody. This dude has found a way to flip over the rope and keep momentum. I know. Like I it's know. nuts. It's, it's nuts. Crazy. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just show that to me over and over again, and eventually I'll get into it. Eventually, yeah. Uh, Patrick Sparks here asks, well, how would you book a Randy Orton return on the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania? Oh, man. He comes out and RKO's Cody when Cody's doing a celebration. That's good. That's how you do it. That's good. Because Cody was part of the legacy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alvin Jones says, here you go. With the Moss challenging Lesnar, it's a her business trap, right? Sorry, Sagan. Alvin Jones is asking a Moss challenging Lesnar. It's a her. It's a trap from the hurt business. Oh, maybe, maybe, and maybe, yeah, maybe that's what we see on uh, on on Raw next week. That could be. Um, is I mean, is a Moss going to be the new alpha of the hurt business, and Lashley's just not going to be in it? I thought about that where Lashley just continually, you know, declines and then and then uh, MVP says, all right, well, we're going forward. It's going to be Shelton. It'll be Cedric. It'll be Amos. It'll be Carmelo Hayes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, what an interesting question. <laughs> um, from that guy Forte. Says, does Sami Zayn go into the WWE Hall of Fame with the bloodline? Wow, great question. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's not going to be for 15 years. Yeah, it's not going to be for a while. But if the bloodline goes in, you got to put Sami in because at the point where the bloodline was starting to maybe get a little stale, yeah, they introduced Sami and got what? Yeah. Eight months, nine months of absolutely captivating story out of it. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. And here's the thing between now and then they will a thousand percent do the thing where everybody's sort of gone their separate ways. They've done a bunch of other stuff and then they'll all have a reunion moment of sorts, you know, and they all and put the ones up yep. when they're all going to be faces and they'll all put the ones up again and people will go absolutely crazy for it. Um. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Edward Munoz has a, a long question. We've kind of covered this, but we can give a, a brief answer says uh, Brian Alvarez was on a good one last night arguing on Twitter about how there was no good reason for them to not make Sammy champion. Alternatively, Raj Geary uh, said that they gave the belt to Sammy and or Drew prior. It would have been just for pops. It may not have been good in the long run. Plus, Roman losing at Elimination Chamber, a B-tier pay-per-view two months before Mania. 
with a diluted Cody's win. What are your guys' takes on those sides, and where do your feelings on the subjects fall? I think we've been pretty clear that we fall on like the latter side of that argument. Um, as far as Alvarez saying there's no good reason for them not to put the title on Sammy, uh, that I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of good reasons to not do it. And I think we're going to see that as the story plays out and we get to WrestleMania. I think it'd be pretty clear that the right right choice was was ultimately made. Yeah, the the reason is simple. It'd be a terrible story beat. And and it would be be a good one-time pop and then he'd come out with the titles. And then what do you do from there? Like that's, that's, it's, it, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, there's, there's a lot of bad takes out there in the internet wrestling community with, with, with people who have a platform. Raj Geary is one of those who sometimes he'll make a good point, but the reasons behind the point, <laughs> I'll just be like, what, what, what? Because when he, I, he, I saw a tweet from him where he said something like, um, you know, Sammy winning would be the bad move because he couldn't see Sammy as a legitimate contender against Brock Lesnar and other big people like that. And I'm like, well, Sammy winning would have been a bad move storyline wise, but that's not the reason. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's it's interesting that Alvarez and Meltzer are pointing out one metric ratings in terms of saying, well, Sammy should win the title. Mm -hmm. Apparently like you can't buy Cody merch Mm -hmm. because everybody else has already bought it. Yeah. You know, yeah. his, it's not like Cody's segments don't do numbers either. I mean, and no, if you're dude, determining yeah. your who should win titles strictly on on those particular metrics, you're enjo- you're 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 ignoring probably the most important uh, criteria, which is how it fits in the story being told. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm not like you know personally shitting on anybody. I, wrestling takes are wrestling takes. They're yeah. they're stupid. They're silly, and it's fun that we can all argue about wrestling takes. But my God, <laughs> there's some silly ones out there. So. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Well, uh, yeah, just get to, get to get back to it. It is kind of funny because, like, when you watch a Cody segment and you see the crowd, they are firmly pro-Cody. Yeah. yeah. They chant his damn name all the time. Like, it's a good problem to have where you have two guys who are wildly over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't know. I, I still think there's a segment of people who are like kind of traumatized from the Vince years mm-hmm. where Vince, you know, it's like, man, you see something clear. But with Vince so often, it was like, you see where this story should go. Why yeah. aren't you going there yeah. now? Like, like you see where the story should go and they're going there in the mm-hmm. story. I'm sorry, but we talked about this yesterday and we're putting the clip up today on the friend club TV because I think it's a good little bit. Sammy's story doesn't necessitate and it kind of precludes him from winning those titles at Elimination Chamber. Like, that's just not where the story, where his story should go. His motivation isn't the WWE title. No. It's not what the motivation is. It's no. to get respect. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, you know, Dark Rain here in Twitch chat, it comes down to one simple fact. You don't end a run like Romans anywhere other than night to a WrestleMania. Yep. That's where yep. it's WrestleMania. It's literally 40 days away. Yep. That's one great reason not to do it Elimination Chamber yeah. because it's a huge moment. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. It's all wrestling. It's all silly. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.